Disclaimer, I am not a professional nor do I claim to be one. All opinions shared within this podcast are mine and when relevant, research and resources would be linked to the file that is linked to this podcast. Without that being said, hey, I'm Romy, but you knew that already. Welcome to my podcast where we talk about all the things that make my brain cells dance. Hi there, it's Sunday. It's a fun day, and I'm currently recording a little bit later than I usually record because, I don't know, I just wasn't happy with the other (laughs) episodes that I tried to record, which is okay. It happens. It's just a testament to how this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, and Perfection is not something I always strive for, but when I'm putting out something that's, like, it's supposed to be reflective of my heart. I want it to be at least decent quality, you know? But that's neither here nor there. How are you? How was your week? I hope it was okay. Well, I did tell you to have a good week last week, but (laughs) um, I know for mine it was a little bit busy and... Well, not a little bit busy, a lot of bit busy, and sometimes, like, when my anxiety is super high, I get this twisting pain in my neck, and I know it's for no other reason than the fact that I'm living anxiously, (laughs) and then I've had that week, uh, that feeling since the beginning of the week, and it never subsided, until I finished my last assignment and then it's almost like it released. And that was a nice feeling because I, I finally slept for once. And any time that I can go to sleep and be tired when I'm going to sleep, it makes me feel very nice because it's like, wow, I accomplished that. <laughs> yeah, but I can tell you about my Animal Crossing Island. I currently got a couple new villagers. I told you about Coconelli last week. But this week, I have Sprocket and Cleo. Sprocket's a squirrel. He's tiny. I kind of don't really like him. I don't know why he's on my island. He's like... Him and Bluebear are the same type where they're like the superstar villagers. Same thing with Muffy. But I don't really like Sprocket. I like Blueberry and Muffy, but not Sprocket. And then Cleo, she calls me Sugar. It's the cutest thing. I love when they have cute pet names for me because it's like, wow, I'm your pet. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but she's a horse, and she's pretty cool. She kind of reminds me of an old lady, but that's fun. Um. But anyways, that's as much as I can tell you about my Animal Crossing Island because there isn't really anything new going on except for me planting a whole bunch of coconut trees and trying to plant some flowers. But I'm waiting for the flower vendor, I forget his name, to come back to my island so I can buy more flowers and have different kind of flowers because so far I only really have hyacinths and windflowers, I think. And mums, I have mums too. And I only have one pink mum on my island, and I gave it, well, I planted it in front of Gail's house because Gail is pink, and it would be an atrocity if I didn't put it in front of her house because I want her to have a pretty pink garden. 
she's just that pure. I love Gail. But getting into this week's topic, I kind of want to talk about this one because it's a little bit more on my daily struggle spectrum, (laughs) being that it's something that I still deal with pretty often, even though I do have a whole bunch of other things to be worrying about. This is something that sits at the front of my mind a lot. So before I get into it, I want to tell you a story. So for most of my listeners, they do know that I am in school right now. And I attended my first year of last year, which was a pretty fun time because I got to know some pretty amazing people and got to experience what it was like being on my own for the first time. Even though I wasn't 100% on my own, but living away from my family really changed a lot for me, perspective-wise. Which And it was a growing experience, of course, but it was hard, and I'm not going to like sugarcoat the fact that it was hard for me. But yeah, we... But, okay, back to where I was going. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, me being at school and living on campus in a whole different city unfolded into a lot of car rides a lot of the time, every weekend almost, where either I would come home with one of my friends and then my dad would drive me up back to Peterborough or... My dad would pick me up and then drive me back at the end of the weekend as well, which was a fun time because sometimes we just, like, it would just be me and him and we'd hang out and talk about certain things that maybe we wouldn't talk about if my other siblings were in the car and just have bonding moments. And then within those conversations, we'd get pretty deep with what we were saying. And it was really cool to experience my dad as an individual instead of my dad as my dad and I think that's one of the reasons we got really close over the last couple of months because we never really stopped that process of bonding when we had one-on-one time and I think one-on-one time with your kids is so important and I encourage parents whenever they ask me about their kids to do that not that a lot of parents are asking me because I'm not as kids specialist but that's my desire for life anyhow um one of the conversations that we had within one of these car rides involved me really getting open about how I felt in the moment and during that moment cotton that's rude during that moment (laughs) um One of my biggest problems was that I didn't feel like I had a direction to be going in, far less a reason to go into the career that I was going into at the time. And I do realize that that's pretty common among young people because we're literally forced to choose a career at the end of four years. And within that process, we still have to ask the teachers to go to the bathroom. And we have to get our parents to call to sign us out of school. 
And I don't really think that is a good predicament to have somebody in if they have to choose what they're going to do with the rest of their life. And I do realize that there is stats surrounding the fact that a lot of people change their career halfway through their life. And that's fine, but I really don't think when there's money involved that that should be happening, especially knowing that most of us probably won't be millionaires. So that's a sad story for me. And then just talking to my dad about these things, he opened up to me about how when he was younger, he struggled with having ambition and wanting to do anything more than just live a comfortable life. And when he added the comfortable life element, that really, my heart identified with that because in all reality, all I really want in this life is to have good friends, have good food, have a good house, and then <laughs> um, live a good life instead of like having this life of excess and abundance. I think you can have abundance without having excess. And a lot of the time, when you see what's going on on social media, they're showing you life in excess, which is, it's fine within its own, you know, within its own category, but I don't really agree with that, per se. And that conversation kind of really stuck with me because it was the first time that I actually heard somebody real talk about their struggles with having dreams and wanting something more for their future. Because when you really hear people talk about this, it's usually the people that are already doing something big and they're talking about how they got to their something big <laughs> instead of, you know, just being a real person and being an everyday person struggling with it and still trying to navigate life, wanting to do something more. And I think with the whole social media piece, we're always looking at somebody else do something instead of looking at what we have going on at home and seeing that what we have going on at home is a good thing. Because half of the time, it's not that terrible. <clears throat> but social media shows, if you use social media incorrectly, it shows you how much you don't have and how much other people have. And then you enter this constant cycle of comparison. And that can really play on your mental health. And it can also play on whether or not you see what you're doing as enough even if it might be a little bit too much in the in a good sense. And um, another thing for me, a big point of comparison would be with my family because everybody kind of has this big idea of what they're doing with their future. And sometimes me not knowing where I'm going and not having any like super innovative ideas, it can be a little bit difficult to manage in that sense. But, or I forget who I was talking to more so, but I remember calling it an entrepreneurial spirit. And it seems like everybody else in my family seemed to have gotten that entrepreneurial spirit while I'm sitting here, entrepreneurial spiritless. 
But I do understand that my path is going to happen within my own time. And I really just need to stay focused on what I'm doing right now because the goal is to get mentally healthy <laughs> first and then whatever big dreams and goals that I come up with within that process of like looking towards the future and hoping for better. Um, I think that I'll get closer to having something lucrative to do with my life but as of right now I really just see my mental health as a priority and then learning and growing as a person instead of just following this linear path towards money I think my path is a little bit more up and down when it comes to how I'm gonna cope with the rest of my stuff that I have to sort through you know so I do understand that struggles with ambition is something that us young people struggle with a lot of the time because how are you supposed to know what you want to do with the rest of your life within the first couple of years of adulthood? And plus, every they teach us that every decision that we make is an important decision, but how are we supposed to make important decisions unguided? And I think the big piece is to have a guiding factor or a guiding person and for me I was blessed enough to have my brother and my dad and a couple of other people that saw something and they pointed me in the direction of my hobbies because my hobbies are little dreams that I do realize and I think everybody should look at their hobbies when it comes to ambition because more often than not, they tell us that we're supposed to enjoy our careers. So why don't we make a career out of something we enjoy doing? While there's like the ups and downs and the pros and cons to doing that, for the most part, I do see that hobbies are one of those things that if you do them often enough, you get good at them. So it's not only a question of if you can perform well, because you can because you do it, but you know what you're supposed to be doing and you enjoy what you're doing. And I think that adds so much more of a dimension <laughs> to having a career and looking at your life with purpose. And I think per getting the purpose key into that equation was really important for me because I, I'm going into like child and youth work which is fun all of it, all within itself. But when I started looking at kids and saw them, seeing them as my purpose and seeing better kids and kids that are coping with reality and coping with the predicaments that they find themselves in properly because somebody's guiding them and giving them tools to do so, I really personalized that and then it became what drove when I doubt myself it becomes what drives me in moving forward even if it's just in a couple of assignments because I want to be able to perform excellence because I want to be able to affect their lives in a way that's beneficial and not detrimental because I'm not adding to the pain and confusion they're already feeling instead I'm helping them figure out how to navigate knowing that there's pain and confusion and healing that needs to happen, right? So that was a big piece for me. <laughs> um, 
But I guess my encouragement to somebody that's struggling with this in the same way that I'm struggling with it, and within the fact that sometimes you can't even like get up in the morning, <laughs> which is like a sad thing, but it is a reality for a lot of us. But it's hard to roll out of bed in the morning and even feel like doing one, let alone wanting to like think about five years down the line. It can be hard because for some of us, tomorrow isn't even guaranteed. And tomorrow isn't guaranteed because we're holding our lives within our own hands. And it's a really sad thing when mental health becomes a burden involved. And I don't really think your mental health is a burden, but sometimes when it gets in the way of you living the life that you want to live and doing the things that you want to do, sometimes we can feel less than because here you are wanting something more, but it's already more than enough to want to wake up in the morning. So when we struggle with these things, one rule that I have for like everything in my life is to start with the little things. And when it comes to ambition, ambition and vision for your life, I think it's important to start with the little things. And you can start with your hobbies. Like you can start by wanting to do something small. For me, something small was writing. And writing turned into me recording myself on a weekly basis, <laughs> talking about certain things that I've written about and journaled about. And who knows what this is going to lead to. Maybe I'll start a whole talk show. Oh, God forbid I start a talk show. <laughs> I don't, I like talking to people, but I don't know how productive those conversations will be, knowing the type of person I am when I get. When I get into social situations, I just want to like be with the person and dissect their brains and have fun. So I don't know if a talk show would necessarily be beneficial, but I do encourage you to start small and then work your way up because nine times out of 10, when we start small with our hobbies, they lead to bigger things. Like I know my dad and my brothers are engineers at heart but their hobbies literally surround engineering. My dad literally watches math equations in his free time. Like, who does that? <laughs> and then my brother, like my eldest brother, he, he sews. Like, he really sews. And you should see the fun things that he sews. <laughs> and some of the things, because he's an engineer, he's good with metal. And... Well, I don't think all engineers are good with metal because there's several different types of engineers, but he's he works with electronics and motor systems, and he's really good at welding. So he bends iron into fun positions, and it's fun to watch somebody's career manifest because of their small hobbies. and. I think that should be something that happens for everybody. And I'm trying to make it something that happens for me because it's a little bit difficult to navigate life like this. But <laughs> you have it. 
you got it. And even if you do have to start off small by the hobbies, just remember, they'll always get bigger. They will always get bigger because you get, get deeper into it and you're gonna enjoy it more and then you're gonna have a passion about it. And once you have that passion piece, you're unstoppable and I really believe in you. But um, that's all I really have to say about that today. So I guess I can get into my closing remarks, which is fun, because I do enjoy the closing remarks. It's where I get to talk about all the things that I maybe didn't address in the beginning. And that is the fact that like my bed sheets are really, really soft. And I'm having a really hard time waking up in the morning, especially last week. Like, I was late for, like, five of my classes. And I only really have five classes. And how are you late every single day? But it's because I literally couldn't wake up because they're so soft. And that is exacerbated by the fact that <clears throat> maybe, just maybe, I was living life as an anxious mess this week. And... That means I didn't go to sleep until like 6 o'clock in the morning every single day this last week. And that's not a nice thing to do when you have schoolwork and then regular work. <laughs> and then I have field ed with my mom, which is a little bit more difficult. But yeah, I guess that's my week. And I hope moving forward into the next week, you guys really enjoy the week that you have because I know for most of us the major seasons for the most part done so I hope that you take a rest and if you're preparing for exams I, I I'm really 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 sending my heart out to be with you because exam season is gonna wreck us if we don't prepare but <laughs> but I do love you and I love you a lot and I if it's the only time you're hearing for this week, I love you a million times more. And I really hope that you have a productive and wonderful week and you enjoy every single moment that you're alive this week. And with all that being said, my song of the week is That's What You Get When You Let Your Heart Win. That's not the name of the song. That's What You Get by Paramore. I was singing the song. <laughs> It was amazing. It's amazing. I've been listening to it almost every day this last week, and I think you should listen to it every day this week. So with all that being said, love you. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>